As I've often said when I've spoken about this, alopecia has given me way more than it took away. This is Alopecia Life with your host, Deanne Graham. You'll hear interviews with specialists in their field and parents who are helping their child move through life while living with alopecia areata, along with conversations with alopecia rock stars who are making a difference. Alopecia Life is here to provide you with support, accurate information, inspiring stories, and life hacks to help you navigate the world of hair loss. Whether you've just been diagnosed or have had it for ages, Alopecia Life has been created to share all the information you may want or need to do alopecia your way. Welcome to this special bonus episode with Mary Marshall. Many of our listeners will know Mary from her awareness work by starting International Alopecia Day, also known as IAD, back in 2010. What started out with eight countries contributing photos from their day of celebration has grown to include over 41 countries in 2019. We know this year will be very different from past years of celebration with our support groups, but this one is a great opportunity to celebrate in big ways with our loved ones who are our biggest supporters while practicing social distancing. It would be awesome to surpass the 41 countries and show Mary how much this day means to all of us. Mary, thank you so much for joining us today on Alopecia Life. It's wonderful to be talking with you, Deanne. Yeah, and we have been trying to kind of interview over the last, I don't even know, it's been almost a year, I think, (laughs) to talk about International Alopecia Day and so many other things. So I'm really excited about this opportunity to share. And why don't we just start right off by talking about your own personal journey with alopecia? Well, I'm one of those people that didn't have any sign of it until much later. I was in my late 40s, and I started getting the typical round bald spots. And this was in the late 90s. And at that point, you know, there was no Facebook. uh, There was no way to really know what it might progress to. And the doctor just gave me cortisone shots. The hair grew back. And I continued like that for seven years, and it never occurred to me that I could lose all my hair. As I say, there was, you know, you couldn't just go on to a Facebook group and see it. Mm-hmm. So finally in 2007, early 2008, it just rapidly advanced as alopecia areata can do. And I shaved off the last of my hair in January of 2008. I have to say that as difficult as that moment was, I instantly felt so much happier and I felt in control of my life again. Mm -hmm. So if any of our listeners are in that stage where they don't know whether to shave off the the last of the hair or not, I had about 50% hair when I shaved it off. And I I instantly stopped crying, picking it up off the floor, and I I, I just felt in control of my life. And within a couple of months, it had progressed to uh, universalis which I have been since then, so for the last over 12 years, zero hair. And talking about face group and support and resources and that not just being available to you, you opted to start something that would be available for folks living with alopecia. Yeah, I I, I went through a sort of a transition. Uh, step back for just a moment. I I tried wearing wigs, which I I think are wonderful for people that can wear them. But I I tried, and within a couple months, I was in a situation where I was in a hot theater waiting for a musical show to start during a heat wave, no air conditioning, 
And after about 15 minutes of waiting, the sweat was running down my face from under this short wig. Mm. And I finally tore it off my head and threw it on the ground and shouted a word, which I will not say. And then I started to cry convulsively. And I realized at that point, and this was early 2008, that I needed to find another way. And so I started experimenting with scarves and with finally with going out in public bald. And that led me to try for the first time to reach out and do something to just wanted to help other people because I, I felt very alone myself. So I made a YouTube video, which is still on there. It's called Alternatives to Wearing a Wig. And I put that up in August of 2008. And in it, I demonstrate the way I was tying a scarf that I was wearing whenever I wanted cover. But I also talked about starting to go out publicly bald. And so that was my first step of my toe into trying to do something. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of years later, I came up with this idea for a, an annual holiday. I felt that we needed a way to celebrate, to come together, and, and also to raise public awareness that we're here. Because as we all know, uh, most people who encounter us assume we're sick. They've never heard of alopecia areata. So in 2010, I came up with this idea for something I called International Alopecia Day. And I really didn't have a, a grand plan. I just thought it was a day people could have parties and maybe share pictures. And at the same time, I came up with the idea of doing a YouTube video that would feature photographs of people with alopecia from all around the world. Now, that first year, I only had eight countries and there have been 10 International Alopecia Day events and 10 videos since. They're all on YouTube. And last year, I had 41 countries, uh, people from 41 countries sent in photos. It's become something much more than I, I imagined on the day. And it's always the first Saturday of August. So mm -hmm. this year, it's August 1st, but it's always the first Saturday of August. And people will be posting pictures and greetings on social media. And it's just always, it's like my birthday and Christmas and Hanukkah and everything all rolled up into one that day for me now because I just <laughs> see this everywhere. Yeah, and that's incredible. And so your idea was to just bring people together so that they could support each other on social media by having these pictures and saying, hey, you are not alone. I look like this. My child looks like this. This is what we're, we're working with. And knowing that someone can be in Sweden and you could be in the US or, exactly. or Japan or wherever it might be. And you have really grown your own. You travel a lot. I know that. And... Yeah, my husband and I have always loved to travel. And the one, the really wonderful thing that, that has come besides seeing how people have embraced International Alopecia Day and celebrate it is that when we've traveled and I've been in a country where someone who has joined my group on Facebook lives, I have at this point, I've met with group members from Japan, a young woman who's been in every single International Alopecia Day video since 2010. I have met with people in Switzerland last year in Hungary, England. I went to their conference in England, and mm -hmm. Russia has been particularly a contact point for me. I, I started studying the Russian language in high school and majored in it in college. And so in 2014, I made a video on YouTube in Russian with the help of a, of a Russian friend translating for me mm -hmm. uh, the, the script. But I made a, a video to invite people in Russia to take part in International Alopecia Day and as a result, I have made 
friends in Russia and been back there twice in 2016 and 2018 in the alopecia community there. I've spoken at conferences there. So, I mean, the bottom line is it's just incredible the way the world can be connected. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, as far as the group on Facebook, it was initially called International Alopecia Day because I, I formed the group to help promote that event. But the name is now International Alopecia Community. Mm -hmm. And that's where you can find it out on, on Facebook. And the reason is because it really became a year-round support community. Participation in the holiday really took off after I started the Facebook group in 2012. Yeah. And what do you see International Alopecia Day looking like this year? Because it's going to be really different because so many times we we gather, right? In, in the past years, we gather and we have our support groups with photos. So this year's probably going to look a little bit different. Yes, it is. And I'm particularly hopeful that we're going to have a high level of posting on social media and greetings and photos sent in for the video because I think we all need something bright right now we need we need we need an upbeat moment and i think this can provide that but you're absolutely right there are groups in all i can think of primarily in um, countries like italy and mm -hmm. australia that every year have had large events associated with their local alopecia groups but they'll have big parties or events and then i get photos of those and so i know that those are not going to be probably happening this year. I'm wondering if anyone's going to send me a photo wearing a mask, you know, for a, for a laugh, but uh, we'll just have to see what I get. But I, I do hope that people will still celebrate. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. And maybe just by encouraging them here on the podcast and, and continually to do that up until August 1st is just going to be really helpful to, to just get that, you know, top of mind for people. Absolutely. And I really appreciate the opportunity to get the word out about it this year, Deanne, because I oh, think yeah. people are feeling, I think everybody's feeling disconnected, of course, mm -hmm. those of us that are primarily staying at home. And uh, this is just another good way to, to feel the connection. Yeah. I recently held a few Zoom meetings for people on my group, and I'm thinking of doing some more. And it, it's just amazing. I mean, who knew Zoom existed? It's a great way to stay in touch. Yes, for sure. Let's talk a little bit about the Bald Mannequin Project. <laughs> <laughs> so 2010 was International Alopecia Day, and I started the Facebook group in 2012. And in 2013, I won't say I came up with the idea of bald alopecia people posing with mannequins in stores, because I didn't. I saw it posted on Facebook. Other women had, for fun, gone and posted with some, one of these mannequins. But it occurred to me as I would see these, I, I call them fake, fake baldies in, in stores everywhere, that there's something really wrong with the idea that fake bald people are seen as a, as a really great way to, to sell expensive and stylish clothes, but we never see a real bald woman or man or child, or rarely, I presume, rarely really, on the runway or in a print ad for, mm -hmm. for, for clothing. So I thought it would be fun to encourage people to go and pose with the mannequins and then send me the photos. And this is a little more lighthearted project. It's not annual. So I've I think at this point, since uh, 2013, I've done, I think I've done 10 of them. They're on uh, YouTube under the Bald Mannequin Project. And there's a Bald Mannequin Project group on Facebook, too. And some people have gotten very creative. They put the clothing on that the mannequin is wearing, and they, they adopt the same pose. And 
the same vacant expression. <laughs> and at the end of each video, I put a message, a memo to the fashion and, and advertising industries. We're here, we're bald, we're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what would you like to add as far as what alopecia has given to you? Well, I think that the whole message of International Alopecia Day is, is knowing that we're not alone, number one, and making connection with people around the world. As I've often said when I've spoken about this, alopecia has given me way more than it took away. It took away all my hair. And I've gotten used to living and being this way, and it's just who I am now. But in return for losing my hair, I have friends all over the world. I have a purpose, and I have, I have the feeling that, that I've done something. You know, I had a professional career as an attorney before I retired, and you, know, you feel like you're doing something. But, but with this, uh, it's really given me a goal and a, and, a, and a purpose in life. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So let's talk about how they can um, submit photos for International Alopecia Day. Great. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Let me talk about the photos for just a moment. The idea behind this photo project, which is really just a small part of International Alopecia Day. I mean, I've had parents send me emails that their child wanted a cake for International Alopecia (laughs) Day, their alopecia kids. So it's all about the holiday. But the video project, most specifically, it's supposed to be a snapshot of us around the world on this one day. So the idea is that the photos should be taken on August 1st, the first Saturday of August in the year. And you can take them around that time. But the idea is that they should not be a studio portrait that you had done or a picture that you've used as your Facebook profile for, for quite a while. Because the idea is that it's, it's a casual snapshot of all of us at this one moment in time. So I encourage people to follow that theme and make it a, a fun, casual photo. But also I encourage people to make a sign. And if you take a look at the International Alopecia Day videos, and we'll put that in, in the links, you'll see that a lot of people are holding signs that wish a happy International Alopecia Day. And I encourage people from other countries to put them in their language so that this is truly multicultural. And how they get into the video is very, very important. I won't use any photos that people just post on one of the alopecia groups or even on my my groups, the bald mannequin group and the alopecia day group. I only can use a photo if it's emailed to me at a special email address that I have and that we provide. And that email address is important because by mailing your photo to me that way, I know that I have your permission to use it in this public YouTube video. And I also answer personally the hundreds of emails that I get with the photos. So you have confirmation that I have your photo and that it is in the video. And when people email me with their photos, it's important to tell me what country you live in. And if you're in a country like the U.S., or Australia that has regions or states, it's good for you to say that as well because then I can know where to put it in the video. So uh, it's just important because sometimes people will private message me a photo and I won't see it or they'll post it on the group and then be disappointed it wasn't in the video. So that's why the email is very important. Yeah. And we'll have all of that in the show notes. So that'll be great. Perfect. Great. Yep. And we'll link to the Facebook page and the YouTube video, like you mentioned before. And that'll be a great way to see more about International Alopecia Day and for people to get some ideas. Yeah, I encourage anyone who would like to join the groups. It's a very welcoming, warm community. And 
just feel free to join and and the information is all there about what's happening with alopecia day yeah fantastic i just want to say thank you so much for joining us today mary i wish you great great success and actually wish all of us great success with with international alopecia day absolutely and deanne it was wonderful to talk with you and thank you very much for having me on you bet All the links to Facebook pages for the International Alopecia Community, the Bald Mannequin Project, and the YouTube videos are included in the show notes, along with the email address that goes directly to Mary. Please make sure to submit your photos from August 1st through 15th to be included. And to follow those pointers that Mary shared, casual photos with a sign saying IAD 2020 and your city and country name, it would also be incredible to have it in your native language. Thank you again, Mary, for putting a special day on the calendar just for us. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. Join our Alopecia Life Facebook group and find out more information at headonlifecoaching.com. The information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment and is meant for general information purposes only. If you're enjoying these episodes and finding the tips helpful, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to and download podcasts.